welcome everyone to this one time at OU, and we're so excited for today's episode. want to get back to kind of the folks that started it and just talk a little bit about more about why we like OU things that happen and we were thinking you know what I remember drinking a lot of beer in OU and I also remember learning a lot so we thought we'd share maybe a sober story and a not so sober story so welcome Roz and Devin how you guys doing hey Tim good to be with you guys again so I do have a story that uh, I didn't happen when I was at OU, but it happened when I was visiting for homecoming uh, for about a good eight years there when I was like in my early 30s, I visited for homecoming every year. And it was always so much fun. And sometimes it was a little too much fun because it was a very long day. I mean, you start with the kegs and eggs at about 7am. And then you go to the parade and then you go to the tailgating and you go to the game and you're you know partaking in beverages the whole time wait so real quick kegs and eggs where where was that was that at a hotel or oh no that's uh every bar on court street is absolutely hopping at about 8 a.m on homecoming morning something to see man everyone should really go to homecoming just to see to look down court street at 8 a.m and see every bar really busy it's crazy (laughs) and then the parade goes by and it's really fun i I need to get back to homecoming it's a crazy fun day so they had a parade did they have it when we were there i believe they did we just never went i'm sure (laughs) eight o'clock we probably weren't up (laughs) yeah no (laughs) and they have the alumni band in it i mean it's really fun but yeah i never i remember thinking god i didn't even know this went on (laughs) um but it is really fun as an alumni and uh this one particular time i probably had a little too much fun and it turned into uh an embarrassing but funny story that my friends and family like to harass me with uh at least once a year so it is after a long day of drinking and we're going uptown and uh, me and my husband and I had my son who's now a student there was pretty young at the time and he was being babysat by our mutual wonderful friend Emo so we could get a couple hours to go out to dinner and have some time uptown. So we uh, do that and we're parking this is an important part of the story but you have to know that we parked in that parking garage that is right across from the police station there um that uh, you know what i'm talking about right yeah, off think, court street it's probably the only parking garage i was say that's the only parking garage there is i believe yeah pretty probably um so uh i parked there and you know how it has those annoying meters that are only every two hours you can you have to put money in every two hours even inside the garage yeah to park in the garage oh that doesn't seem right i know i don't know if you guys ever noticed that but that's how it is there i'm pretty sure it's still that way and so my husband and i got in a little fight because i was like don't park here i don't want to have to worry about running back here every two hours you know and he's like no no i'll come back so anyways we leave go out to dinner um, after dinner, I decide I want to go to Tony's. Ran into some friends there. Uh, 
you know, shots were involved, having a really great time. And then I realized how late it was. And then I had to go pick up my kid from Emo's. So I go, leave Tony's, go to the BP, because I'm going to get her some beer to thank her, get two six packs of good beer, start walking to the car in the garage, and the car is gone. And I'm like, see? I told him it got towed. <laughs> I was like my instant reaction. And uh, so I told him it got towed. And Wait, is your husband with you at this time? No, we had split up. Okay. Gotcha. He, is, he was with other people. And we had said, I'll just see you back at the hotel. Yeah, so, so just split up for the night, not forever. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that comes later. <laughs> um, but so... I walk and the car is gone. Also, my phone is gone. All I have is two six packs of good beer, no phone, no car. I go back to Tony's, like looking for my phone. The whole place is turned over. People are helping and looking. I'm looking all over. I borrow someone's phone to call the husband and tell him the car is gone and it must have been towed and he's got to get it back and. Were you so, calling right, at this time, or the... were you all, all frantic? I think I would be. No, super... I was yeah. just like I just thought it got towed. Oh, okay. So you were, and you were I was calling. Very you're like, righteous. Oh. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I got beer. Everything's fine. I got, I'm like, see, I told him. <laughs> so, uh, no, I was definitely not panicking. So <laughs> he uh, saw see at the hotel. So the funniest part of the story to me was I was starting to feel bad that emo had my kid so long, and I like. Just had a big heavy sigh in Tony's and I said, oh, I need to get to Emo's house. And this couple goes, we'll take you there. <laughs> so this, because by then all my friends said that I'd ran into there were gone. And uh, so this random couple who just heard the word Emo, knew what I was talking about, uh, gave me a ride over there. And I'm all like, yep, the car got towed. I, you know, have a beer. She drives me and the kid to the hotel. I get to the hotel and the husband's like, I called the police. I had just put money in that meter right before you called. And I know it didn't get towed. I had just seen the car and it must have gotten stolen. The car got stolen. The police are coming right now. We have to go meet him in the lobby. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. You think it got stolen? Okay. And mind you, I had been drinking all day yeah and so, i told you husband it was a bad idea to put in the garage see right i was totally like it got towed but he had said he just saw it so right before i called so it must have and he had put money in it so he thought it got stolen so cut to the hotel lobby it's me him his sister and the police and they're taking down the description of the car and on the radio of the police uh radio they go there's a, a car matching that description parked at the bp <laughs> and i just went oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah i <laughs> i had actually went to the uh garage drove the car to the BP, then went in to buy the beer. Then instead of turning right back to the car, I turned to left and started walking back to the parking garage. 
<laughs> oh man, that is funny. Did that officer say, uh, "So you drove like did you no, were, the like worst any drinking part. and driving"? Oh my god, the officer said nothing. He just shot me the dirtiest look, said "damn alumni," and walked out. <laughs> oh, oh, you're probably like, "Oh, sorry." Oh. But still, husband, we shouldn't have parked in the garage. None of this would have happened, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The family, his whole family was there. They like to talk about it every Christmas. <laughs> Remember when she lost the car and it was parked at the BP? <laughs> you know, that reminded me of a car story I forgot about until you just said that. I had a pickup truck when I was in uh, at OU, and it would start without keys. Like, the whole, like, metal piece would turn. And I remember... Uh, I was going to someone's house late at night after going to the bars, but the bars are still open because I went back to them later. But I remember I had a wild turkey and Coke in my hand and I got pulled over by the police. I'm like, oh man, this is it. Like, okay, I guess I'll go back to Springfield. Like one you had taken from the bar? One I, yeah, one I was drinking, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'm driving and, and uh, I get pulled over, but I'm kind of stuck in the road a little bit and because I don't have keys in my car, uh, it, the, it, the steering wheel locked up and I couldn't get it unlocked. And the police come. I'm like, oh, great. I'm stuck out here on the road. And I went back to their car and they yelled at me for like 45 minutes. They said, well, we got to get your car towed. And there was, I think, a trainee officer. And he just screamed at me for 45 minutes to an hour. And I was just, yes, sir. No, sir. Sir, I met some girl. I was going to see her. I would never think of drinking and driving. In fact, I don't even have my keys. So, you know, because I knew I was going out to have drinks and uh, I didn't even take my keys with me. And, I, you know, I walk everywhere. It's Athens. And then they're like, well, why were you drinking a turkey and Coke? Um, they didn't take breathalyzers or anything. They just could tell, I think, that I uh, would have flunked them all. And they ended up driving me home. I got lots of dirty looks, so I can appreciate what you're saying, Roz. But I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. On the other hand, man, thank you. That, that was a bad mistake that could have cost me a lot. But they're like, oh, they ended up driving me home and yelling at me for an hour. So fair fair trade uh, in, in my book. Yeah, those were the days. <laughs> yeah, that's like, uh, doesn't happen like that anymore. Yeah, my, I, I def, my husband was definitely very mad. And um, I like hid in my sister-in-law's room for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this will blow over. It'll be fine. Yes. Can I tell my sober story now? I know. We got all excited <laughs> about all our drunken debauchery. <laughs> Go right ahead. Well, I was just thinking of um, when I was in my first protest march at OU, which was uh, the first year it's a woman's against violence against women called Take Back the Night. And me and a friend were just hanging out. And we saw this protest march and we're like, let's join. And we uh, started chanting, you know, women unite, take back the night. And then I did a whole little land, you know, had candles and got T-shirts. And it was just really neat. And it was, uh, I haven't been in a lot of protest marches, but I've been in some more since then. And it was a pretty cool experience to to have that and it just kind of happened spur of the moment and then we we were empowered it was great <laughs> that is a good story and yeah, they also had like a free defense class too which i still remember like self-defense 
And I still remember some of those moves. Thankfully, I've never had to use them, but... Thankfully, that that is good. Oh, you taught me those. <laughs> among uh, among other things. <laughs> it didn't Devin? teach me where my car was, but... <laughs> yeah, you don't need a car in Athens. That's kind of the lesson there. Yeah, it was also like the angels telling me not yeah. to uh, not to drive, especially with my kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely a little, little well, angel they are telling me. You should lose your car right now. <laughs> yeah, like the angel. I had two police officer angels. Um, I, well, I, Tim, my, have my, you told a drunken story yet? Um, I don't think I believe did. you've told uh, your stories. Well, about the car, about getting pulled over was one. Oh, yeah, okay. I guess that counts. I did have a couple school stories. I remember once taking Japanese. Uh, well, not once taking it, but I took it for a couple quarters, and the, the exams were very tough. And so it came exam time, and I went to the TA. I'm like, listen, the importance of this class is that I really learn Japanese, right? And I'm in no no state to take this test because I don't want to waste your time or my test time for this final. So why don't I come back next week, and I'll go study, and then, you know, I'll learn it. And that's what we're here for. And somehow she said yes. And so I showed up a week later. I still think failed it, but it was awful nice of her to give me that extra extra break and that wasn't the drunk story um oh, one other time in school i remember going the day before the final to the professor's house and borrowing her book because i didn't have a book i think my roommate and i shared a book and he needed to use it It was his day to use it or however that worked out and uh she was mad but let me use her book so that was good i can't believe you asked her <laughs> oh my gosh i had a bad uh foreign language experience at ou for journalism, if you remember, Devin, you could either take three quarters of a science or three quarters of a foreign uh, language. And I thought, well, I'll do a foreign language. So I took French. And I had no French in high school at all. And uh, so I, the first day of class, everyone's like, un, deux, trois, quoi? And everyone's they just going over the months and the days and everything. And uh, I'm like, oh, crap. I knew right away I was in trouble because, of course, everyone there had taken French in high school and I had taken Spanish in high school. So that was really stupid to sign up for French. And I just did my very best to get through it. I was totally going into the final with like a 50%. And I wrote a little sob story on my final saying how I promise I won't go to French too. And if she could just pass me, I'd be really, really happy. I did really try. I didn't take it in high school. Like I totally wrote this note on the exam. And uh, I think I got a D minus. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, was your... Did you have a French nickname? We know we had Roz and you had a Spanish <laughs> nickname. Was there a French one? Do you remember? Oh, my God. If I had one, I wouldn't have understood it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so lost. And then I still had to do three three quarters of science. I just didn't want to lose that credit, you know. I was just, like, stubborn. I was like, come on. Give me give me a D minus for effort. <laughs> yeah, it seems like teachers were more – you could go talk to them and kind of they, they would listen. I, I don't know what it's like now. Um, I know high school isn't isn't like that always. Like my son's like, oh, they won't give us extra credit. Like I don't think in high school we never had extra credit, and I don't think in college we did. I mean, maybe once in a while, but I think for a while it was standard for kids. And now my son doesn't get it in high school, and he's he's flipping out. Yeah, it's weird now because uh, my son has 
things that are always due at midnight. So he'll start something at 10 p.m. <laughs> and, you know, that's the way they work now. It's like, oh. Well, I remember once writing a paper because I think, uh, for some reason, my English teacher, I think, was, was gay. So I wrote a paper about that my roommate was gay and it was such a struggle for me. No, maybe it was my best friend told me he was gay and it was such a struggle because I knew she would appreciate it and I got an A in it. I'm sure it was a terrible terrible laying but i just knew that she would appreciate it so that wasn't very good of me i guess <laughs> i took a class there about uh gay rights it was great it was um something about because i had no idea that you know and and then it was i think it was actually called gay rights which now it would be called lgdbq um but uh it was great it was taught by a professor who had been kicked out of Ohulis for making a stand about uh, homosexuals and how they had zero rights. And and uh, I would always raise my hand and be like, from the straight point of view, I think. <laughs> so I just kind of wanted to make it clear because it yeah. was a very interesting class full of people. Um the uh, no, the professor was famous for getting kicked out of Ohulis like in the sixties, for because they tried to kick him out because they didn't want a gay person there, I guess. So he took a stand and wouldn't leave. But I thought Ohulis—that's kind of where the hangout was, if I remember right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I was looking through my son's college catalog, and now they have one just on life. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, how to do checkbooks and things like that. Just how to get, how to be an adult. I'm like, didn't you have that in high school or just in life? I mean, he didn't take it, but it was offered. I'm like, I, I guess if you never did that it. That is pretty sad. Yeah, like, about cars. And I remember um, living on High Street with a bunch of guys. And we got kind of rowdy. And the house was falling down. And I, I almost remember, like, we didn't pay rent and he didn't fix things. But I knew windows were knocked out of it we did have a pool table which was fun for parties um i know yeah, I slept, that's rare yeah i slept in a room where my roommate had to walk through my bedroom to get to his bedroom uh which was i don't know we didn't really have any problems with it but it was it was odd but i remember someone parked because parking was always tough for students right in front of our house and stayed there all quarter long so we put beer bottles all over his car um, and then one of the neighbors, a, a resident who owned a little clothing store down by next to where, well, actually where uh, Casa used to be. And he asked us to take the bottles out and we did. But then someone one night got drunk and shot up his car with BBs and like in the windows and everything. Oh. And, and somehow like people were jumping on the car and it got all like um, dented in. And we were standing outside one day towards the end of, I think it was spring quarter. And here comes this guy and he looks at his car looks at all of us on the porch, gets in and just drives away. <laughs> didn't, oh say, didn't say a word. And we're uh, like, uh-oh. Um, I guess they're going to assume it was us <laughs> if it did all this. It was probably his parents' car. I didn't even care. Yeah, or probably there was like four or five of us, but like it wasn't like we were a violent type. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That well, was definitely like, oh, we'll just do funny little stuff. And then it just escalates. <laughs> I uh, definitely had a lot of favorite classes. I minored in film, so I got to have a lot of classes where I 
just um, watched movies. That was fun. Um, but probably my favorite class was when I went in the summer, and it was an English class, and it was like 8 a.m., so I had to get there early, uh, but it was about children's books, children's books, and they started each class reading us a like little kid's book, picture book that they would read and then show everybody the pictures like you were a group of uh, preschoolers. And that was great at, at you know, 8 a.m. on a day that I'm sure I was up too late the night before and I'd be all tired and I'd be like, oh, I'll just go get read to by <laughs> my teacher. <laughs> and then we read like Charlotte's Web and... They brought out snacks. Um, you know, uh, The Road to Terrible and some of the classic children's books and uh so that was a great class i took a class from a, a sociology professor and of course eldridge's art classes were probably most memorable but this class was all about court cases like from charles manson to the mendez brothers patty hers just these famous Lindbergh kidnapping just these famous news you know events that had a great court story to it and and he was just very entertaining and i just for some reason i guess i just whipped out those and that was what how many years ago i guess that would have been like 1989 so uh that was a good class yeah that sounds like it i also took an english class where that was taught by a priest and it was the bible but looked at as just an english book so the bible is just a book and that was really interesting. Yeah, because that, that would be, yeah, it'd be hard to like kind of follow the story, I would think, too. Hey, it was great catching up with everyone and sharing some stories. Um, excited about all the people we have on our agenda. And we do have uh, our Haunted Athens episode coming up. So uh, once again, thanks, everyone, for joining us for this one time at OU. And we are fortunate to have uh, Roz and Devin uh, with us again and uh, to share our great times and we love to hear your stories always fun chat with you guys bye bye guys